Gotta go. What's his problem? I guess he's just another victim of Hades' schemes. That doesn't explain why his attitude stinks. Welcome back, all you Coliseum fanatics, to, uh, to, to Labyrinth Mania 2024. <laughs> I'm your host, your uh, surprise back attack, Kevin. I'm joined by my temporary party member, Marshall. I'm only here for a limited time. Boy, howdy. <laughs> and today we're diving into quite literally uh this coliseum yay as we begin or continue our plunging of the dataverse so let's talk about it shall we yeah Let's see, when we last left off, I, I don't even know, the, the, the Dizzycast people were in dire straits, and then Riku was a journal, and then Sora said, don't worry, I'm on it, and then exited <laughs> the stage left, and then somehow ended up in the Coliseum, and here we are for another worldwide adventure. Whew. So... Let's see. Yeah. Olympus Coliseum, baby. It's here. Jumps right into things. Yeah. So, yeah. We have a little, brief little intro stint where Riku Journal talks about how the keyhole will get rid of the bugs. Uh, apparently, the keyhole is just the panacea of <laughs> everything that is wrong. In the world, truly a cure-all. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, they they really toss it around pretty loosey goosey as far as uh, I, I don't know. Just uh, we'll find the key hole. That should fix things. <laughs> I I have my questions. Um, on, on like why the like whatever. the keyhole doing it, or just like the magic cure-all that is the the keyhole shenanigans, basically. Uh, just like, like I get, you know, we need some sort of quote unquote fix button, mm -hmm. but I question how the data keyblade translates to this sort of debugger cure-all, mm -hmm. as we said. Like, ah, because we know... The real keyblade is, you know, locks keyholes. It can lock slash unlock any lock, really. And it's, I don't know, it's like a weapon of life and can do all sorts of wacky things. It can unlock hearts. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Is it because... Is it because, like, what gives Data Sora this power? And I feel like we touched on this a little bit last episode, where, like, 
Data Sora, by all intents and purposes, is just any other character from the journal. Mm-hmm. Um, so why is he like this vessel of like basically like reality, like a guardian of reality? Oh, oh, so to speak. Oh, wait until you get to Agrabah. <laughs> Oh, there's the, there's just because um, I'm really in Agra right now. Yeah, there's a very like date. Not Data Sora is special, but like the world's Agra gets affected by something, and he's still free to maneuver around as if nothing happened. Um, essentially, but I da, 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 the pro, I'm just going through like the steps in my head of like they they digitize the journal. The journal's bugged. They make a program which is Data Sora. And then they give him, uh, I'll, I'll call it the Data Keyblade, basically. But essentially, yeah, he's just an avatar in a program. So what's super special yeah. is yet to be discovered, slash, will we even delve into it? Besides, like, you know, besides that face value, is there anything underneath the surface? Uh, to right. be determined. <laughs> it's it's basically like how Tron and Kingdom Hearts 2 mm. when you first get him he's just a noob and can't really do anything cuz he's just a program like every well oh Sark is the only other program in the game yeah. but theoretically like all the other programs that inhabit the space paranoids but then we we painstakingly see the the Hollow Bastion gang like devising this this code this um, anti-MCP program mm-hmm. which they then upload and then Tron downloads it so then he has the power to stop the MCP power. and save the world so like that's kind of like what I'm equating it to which maybe okay. so like basically like is there anything special about Datasaur that they like gave him this power after the fact which maybe they did and I just kind of missed that part of the dialogue maybe Riku Journal said something as much, because wasn't it, like at the very, very start, don't they say something about like, oh, we modified his combat abilities? Hmm. Maybe. The one thing that sticks out of my head is, or just mentioned it, but um, when you do the dive to the heart, like, uh, choices, and you get the Keyblade immediately, and it cuts to Chip and Dale being like, yeah. well, we just gave him the Keyblade! But, hmm. Right. Outside of yeah. that, yeah. Nothing comes to mind off yeah. the top of the head. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess in typical fashion, I'm probably reading too much into it because I think you know they kind of established from the start that you know Datasora was created specifically to fix all the bugs. But like, yeah, it it, it just seems too uh, reductive to just you know create a keyhole in every world that can just fix everything because i know programming ain't that simple in real life (laughs) (laughs) all my 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 engineers are balking at the thought slash wish they could have this this magical wand that could just fix everything in one go (laughs) as long as you you know smack up some some blocks and play some rpgs um oh your problems give away not that simple luckily or unfortunately (laughs) right but all this to say there's a keyhole keyhole in the world and by golly we're gonna find it so 
Before that, we... Before we set forward, perhaps it's worth looking at the journey you've taken thus far. Oh. Uh, which is a fancy way of saying we can finally revisit the older worlds. Yeah, there you go. Wahoo! It finally happened. Simpity doodah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. It's very curious to me why they waited until the fourth world to introduce this feature. <laughs> yeah, D I T T Wonderlands. Yeah, start a world four. Hmm. Yeah, my my only thought is. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> My literally only thought is like maybe you don't want the player to get sidetracked, but um, I do. F I do feel like this game, especially this world. This is the one of the few problems I have with Olympus Coliseum. There, it's just a lot of text box, not even dialogue, but there's just a lot of tutorials. Yeah. For my folks who've played a monster oh, a monster yeah. hunter game, like in the past three or four <gasps> titles, that if this feels a lot like that, where you encounter one thing for the first time. And you get, like, two pop-ups that explain everything in depth. And then you walk another 20 feet, you get, like, the same thing, basically. So, uh, it, it is a lot of information overload. So, I'm not sure if they decided, now's the perfect time to spring them on them. They're, they're trapped. They like the gameplay loop, maybe, by this point. But, yeah, uh, four worlds yeah, in, maybe. and now we can kind of re retread our our past adventure so far and in in three kind of unique-ish ways as well yeah so i didn't i didn't uh toy around too much but why don't you run through the things what we can do yeah so there are three ways to go back into a world there is replay episode which is exactly as we just did so you can go back, it'll go through all of the same beats and dialogues and gameplay elements. So you're truly just replaying the world from start to finish. Not like past games where you would go in, just like yeah, pick a save yeah. file, jump in, do what you want, or not pick a save file, pick a save point, and then find a way to get back to the gummy ship and go to space, or you know, pick your next world, essentially. Kind of similar, more similar to, not funny enough, it makes perfect sense, days where you could replay like certain missions and certain missions had like difficulty modifiers yeah, definitely. and things like that so yeah which leads into the second thing which yep. is quest quest i can do this i'm a big boy quest ploration mm. oh my brain really oh didn't want God. to say that uh but quest ploration i thought you made that word up no in the notes. no <laughs> that's that's what they call it <laughs> So yeah, that's that's more akin to the replaying days missions, but with mod certain modifiers or doing it on a higher difficulty. So you go back to the old world, but there's a different set of restrictions, and so uh, they're like the hit like the hidden missions in days. Like you go back under certain parameters to do a thing that the game mentioned. So honestly, just like the normal mission of days, which were super varied, like you know track down this heartless or get this many hearts and and things like that, actually. So, yeah. Uh, they provide different benefits huh. and rewards and such like that. But a way to encourage you to kind of go back and revisit. And then, Score Attack is the one I haven't tried yet. But I'm pretty sure Score Attack is just replaying the boss section. So you can get whatever uh, rewards Yeah, that makes sense. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. Yes. So cool. here's how we go back, which is uh, it's all right. It's it's obviously different from other games. You don't just get the free form. I can do what I want. You're kind of you're back under certain restrictions. So yeah, so there is no just kind of like um, free roam, quote unquote. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This this actually reminded me slash well reminded me enough to write a note about it. Because uh, <laughs> we talked a lot. We've been talking about like the little cheats that pop up on the stat matrix as they unlock. This is where I messed up the difficulty cheat, which is just the beginner standard critical proud. You, I, I forgot this. There is a different set of, you know, you do the, the score attack, which is just the, the replaying the boss. Each difficulty gives you a different reward table for doing the boss stage. So, like, if you're on standard, you get A, B, and C. If you're on proud, so one level up, you get B, C, and D. And if you're on, like, critical, you get, like, C, D, E. So you can get better rewards for playing that world at a higher difficulty. But besides the enemies just getting more powerful, it only... I shouldn't say it only matters, but the big payoff of higher difficulty is getting the better rewards from the end of the world boss section. Oh, so it doesn't really bear anything on regular enemies. Exactly. Well, it'll make them more powerful, which I think is mostly... I'm not sure if it buffs HP. It definitely buffs damage, because where I currently am in the story, I'm getting my ass kicked a little bit. (laughs) Ooh, ah, ooh. Yeah, smart. Exactly. But they don't drop anymore unless yeah, yeah, you that, do the other cheats. Exactly, yeah. That's kind of the the weird oh. the weird <laughs> existentialism of it is. So yeah, if you want certain in-game trophies, you'll have to not mess with the uh difficulty cheats while you're playing through. So like if you want to do like I'm doing proud, but I think because I just I was messing around with the settings during Traverse Town and during DI it reset like if i go back to the world in the world you know quote unquote world map it shows that i've beaten the world on standard because i was messing around with the settings and i didn't do proud from like start to finish basically so uh not the end of the world but if you do want to get certain trophies it just means you have to do replay episode already on the difficulty that you want to go ahead and try it out on so yeah all of these definitely lean into the replayability elements because, like I mentioned before, there's only five, five or six worlds total in Recoded. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the, especially as a handheld title, like something like I always, and this may be just me, but like I always think of like a DS, specifically a DS, because that's just the the handheld I grew up with so much, um, especially like in the teenage years, as like kind of this road trip device, like. This is what I'm going to play for the yeah, next, like, three, definitely. four hours. But what happens if I play Kingdom Hearts for th- two hours and then I get bored out of my skull? Well, there's ways to technically spice the game up. So, yeah, this adds to the whole... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if this has to do with quest mm-hmm. uh, but And I don't know if this was here before. 
but on the pause menu there is the quests tab um which when you open it it, it kind of it's it's interesting it'll show you how many worlds there are oh yeah and yes. ones we haven't been to yet are question marks but there are only five question marks and yeah destiny islands is one of them so that's interesting i thought it was just kind of the tutorial world mm-hmm. uh but then i got to agrava and it was still a question mark which is weird <laughs> uh and then yeah it's not accounting for the sixth world so not sure what that's about but yeah yeah i'm sure interesting yeah because it's 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 weird and i guess we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along definitely but yeah the <laughs> the last few worlds do kind of blend together and it makes me actually question such i don't remember what the like i know certain replayability factors so quests score attack xyz sometimes some don't come into play later like i know i know for a fact um olympus coliseum okay. there's not a score attack because there's not a specific boss instance because uh. as we're about to get into the whole entire bit of Olympus Coliseum is it all takes place inside the keyhole. So it's all of the gameplay altering stuff literally happens the entirety of this world. Yep. So. Yeah. So why don't we uh, uh, talk about that? Yeah. Um, I guess real quick, one other thing with no, worth mentioning is... We get a new prize cheat yes. and stat match stat matrix along with you know a whole new CPU. Um, yeah, and yeah, this one drops prizes in exchange for enemies dealing more damage. Which isn't this the exact same thing as the last cheat? Tutor? No, the loot one was. I forgot what the buff is. I think the buff is uh, quantity. You get a better, you get a bigger quantity of stuff, but Sora's health gets reduced by a percentile. There we go. Uh huh. Yes. Is it like the difference between um, jackpot and uh, lucky strike? Yes. There we go. Pa- oh, actually, wow. perfect context for that. So yes. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yeah, because um, we have a few lucky strikes uh, panels, mm-hmm. and there's a general luck stat, which I assume is what lucky strike is feeding into. But it, it yeah, it's weird. That's never been a thing in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. In days, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, but, it, but it might, it, I, I'm not sure how much I should be focusing on it. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be a days thing. I think days had a luck stat, but not a lucky strike mechanic. So. We'll go back and double check, but but yeah, new stat matrix, and then this this is the part I should have mentioned this in the replayability thing. But as you go through, there are more than one. There's more than one level of scan. So this one has like the next scan, I guess, not a panel, but a little module, and so it specifies when you get more of these, and they're kind of like along the main-ish kind of pathway. They're not like weird branches, luckily, so far at least. Uh, but as you get more of these like scanned modules unlocked, uh, you note you can go back to other worlds and you can unlock system sec, or you can now see system sectors that you couldn't do on your initial playthrough. So also just another addition to the replayability section. So yeah, 
Oh, I see. Interesting. Okay. Sounds like we'll have quite a bit to talk about as far as the, not post-game, but the, the side-game content mm -hmm. later. Yeah. Excellent. So, <clears throat> so we start off in, you know, the typical Coliseum entrance, and we overhear someone kerfuffling uh, in the lobby, <laughs> and they... They say, ah, just just run me over with a chariot already. Which <laughs> <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a I mean, lot. There's a that's... lot of like in-world jokes. Uh, I forgot that was how it started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the moment you said that, I had you know my little flashback, and I'm like, there's actually a lot of these like weird like in-universe Olympus Coliseum puns throughout the <laughs> the course of this dialogue. Yeah. Like, as I've noted before, the, the handheld games, because they're so text box heavy, I feel like they lean into that quite a bit more. But yeah, I do have to question, like, if this was a voiced line, like, would this play? I don't think it would. <laughs> <laughs> Someone run me over with a chariot already. <laughs> um, so we go to investigate. Yep. But oh no, there's blocks inside, and Herc is stuck inside there. They're the real hero. What are we going to do without him? So, of course, Sora's up to the task to eliminate said blocks by a <laughs> Just like IRL, let's go see him. The keel's right there. It was there the whole time, you blockhead. <laughs> so, why don't we just... I jump on in. Yeah. And then... No punches pulled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, points for uh, shaking things up a bit, I guess. Definitely. Um, I feel like that's a fun little video game slash maybe RPG specific trope of like the, uh, we'll just say the MacGuffin uh, when like. It's just right there immediately, and you're like, oh, wow, cool. Then you go for it, and then psych, there's, like, some big trap mm. in this case. Uh, yeah, the the keyhole section is an entire labyrinth. <laughs> and, yeah, I was wondering, you know, how are they going to make Olympus, you know, a full world? Um, well, I guess I... I got my answer. Just like this? Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the worst implementation of, you know, Olympus. Because, gosh, what was it? In days? Just, yeah. It was the, just... Just a basic Coliseum, but sometimes the layout would change. Yeah. It was the usual three rooms... And yeah, sometimes you do Coliseum. Sometimes you do tournament stuff, like only once or twice. And then sometimes you just, uh, like, sadden the. Oh, I forget the area name technically. But the outer Coliseum. Uh, right. Yeah. So it was. Days was, like, very minimalist when it came to this world. I think, like, he fought. I don't think he fought Zach. He might have fought in Zigbar once here. But th that was, like, the. That's yes. the most important thing. Like, Herc's off with some random person you that we never find out about <laughs> um mm -hmm. but yeah it's 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 at ah, its weakest days. in days kind of so 
the fact that coded yeah. is like all right let's flip let's f- double flip the script and make it you know yeah. essentially an expansive in its own kind of a new world yeah so um yeah it's a whole new labyrinth layout with five layers so very much like a system sector mm-hmm. um except not a system sector which i'm curious when you revisit the world if they'll have some system sectors um like just kind of like in like the entrance or whatever it might yeah um, there might be some you need like the higher scan to detect because like yeah like you said yeah exactly we're in the keyhole now so system sectors don't pop up in the keyhole but yeah each layer is similar ish to kind of its own system sector where there there is a go through the thing finds the end point essentially and yes gtfo so yeah exactly so what is our exciting new gimmick have you heard of the popular very popular role-playing franchise known as final fantasy Ah, yes. Oh, yes, I have. Whoa, whoa! Would you like more Final Fantasy inside your Kingdom Hearts title? Cause uh, you gonna get it. Uh, uh yeah. Is, <laughs> is that is is that what this is supposed to be? <laughs> Assumedly, my that's what I always think of. It's, it's also because clouds in this world, but yeah. Um, I always assume, well, I assume, my headcanon is like, oh, well, let's put some turn-based stuff in here, because, you know, here's the roots of the game, I I guess. <laughs> but, but yes, without beating around the yeah. bush, the entirety of Olympus is a turn-based uh, RPG-style game. So, yeah? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm being facetious, but, <laughs> yeah, it's all turn-based um which is interesting (laughs) um yeah i guess this is going to be our main discussion today isn't it yeah Um, it's mostly and i think new mechanics honestly because the layers themselves there's story bits in them but in terms of like a gameplay perspective, right. there's there's not there's not they're, too they're much to kind of like similar. dive into because it's definitely more about the the experience in the gameplay. So, which is all the mechanical shifts that are are currently happening. And we're going to talk about mostly. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Um, the world kind of. I don't know. I feel like it does a really bad job tutorializing all of this. Because how are you supposed to explain, you know, a complete gameplay shift all in one go like this? Like, because, you know, with all the other little system sector gimmicks, they're pretty one-off and self-contained. But this is like, you know, you have a whole new move set. There's like a whole new type of item to collect. Um yep battles play out completely differently um just like the mechanics and like the commands and everything it's just like okay i guess i kind of get it but like also i feel like i wasn't really doing this 
optimally, but also, also, you don't really have to because it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I would say it's a lot. Yeah, I, I I don't call it too easy, but the system is very forgiving, luckily. So that was my thought as I was kind of wrapping yeah, up this. Is you don't that's a better way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because by the ends you can still get away without mastering the entire jrpg or sorry like turn-based system in here but if you know enough to get by you're you'll st- you're still going to make it to the end there might be like certain parts of the game might be harder especially maybe the boss fight but yeah you're, we're in here enough where my thoughts my i had the, when you were texting me the other night about like uh going through this i had the the random i guess random like insight of how deep does the rabbit hole want to go? Like, how far do you want to delve yeah. and make a new system when it's only going to apply to this world? So, it's... Right. I think it's complex enough to be, like, again, like this boss stage, mechanical shift type of thing, but not so intense where it is... You're, you're trying to learn a whole new another game, essentially. But yeah, there are definitely a lot of mechanics it throws at you. So it's uh it's a lot of making sure you read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um uh, yeah, like I want to like it cuz it's a fun idea and yeah, like it does make sense to kind of dabble in some turn-based stuff mm. given the final fantasy roots. But yeah, it's it's just kind of the execution's a little little questionable. Um so mm-hmm. okay. It's more, it's more Paper Mario. A thousand than percent. Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know makes sense that it's a little more accessible because I'm sure many, if not most, Kingdom Hearts players aren't really used to turn-based combat. Um, so you got your basic uh, enemies in the overworld. If you whack them. If you whack them, you get the jump on them, slash, you have to specifically hit them on the back to get a little sneak attack to get that extra turn in, which doesn't happen that often. It's, it's are very, yeah, it's, very vigilant. it's nigh impossible, because <laughs> I was, I was curious, because I had, a, yeah. I had like a weird Chain of Memories flashback when we were playing this, um, Right, right. Yeah, because right. I was I was just naturally just hitting everything because Calm taught us that. But yeah, you actually you have to hit the you have to hit the Heartless in the Overworld to initiate the instance. Because I started walking into them and I was like, I was because I said to myself, why am I hitting them? I should just walk into them. You only get the extra turn if you do a back attack. And then yeah, I, I realized right, that exactly. yeah you can't you can't walk into them. So yeah, you have to hit to start the combat. But if you, by the grace of God, manage to get behind them, you can get an extra turn in combat. But I feel like it's more the opposite, whereas just watch your ass, because in every area, yeah, little area, exactly. there's like maybe three of them, so make sure there's not a, a shadow or a mage trying to sneak up on you. Because, yeah, they come in the... Yes. They're all the shapes and sizes here, so. Exactly. So... Let's hit it combat. Uh, you have a whole, a whole host of options at your disposal. So basically, your commands turn into, well, your commands. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, 
So you get a whole new pool of Olympus Colosseum specific commands. Yes. And it kind of dabbles back into some birth by sleep chicanery where you don't know what your commands do. You just kind of guess. <laughs> because all of your commands translate into, you know, this pool of the new commands. Uh, which is to say... That's where the other mechanic comes in of compiling, mm -hmm. where, you know, kind of, it's basically like slates and calm, where you can stack yeah, up that's a... your, your, your cards, so to speak. Um, and if they're, they're harmonious, they will fuse into a bigger version of the attack. If not, they'll just kind of play out as separate attacks. Um, so like if... So they so thunder becomes Zeus's spear, for example. Um, so all the thunder spells translate to that very easily. Mm -hmm. So if you do two thunders, you'll get a Zeus spear level two. Uh, but if you do like two thunder thunders and I don't know aerial slam, it it it, it it's not simpatico. It does not it does not mix. Uh, so you'll just do. You'll still do that Thunder or Zeus's Spear level two, but then you'll do whatever Aerial Slam translates to. I think like Faith Charge probably. Yeah, one of those. Um, so like basically, what it kind of ends up being is you just kind of spam, you compile all your commands to see if it's going to turn into like an Omega attack <laughs> to varying results. <laughs> A um, little bit, but that'll still probably get the job done because again, like most of these mob fights are pretty simple slash it'll clear out enough enemies to where then you know you can pick off the rest in like a turn or two so exactly yeah yeah i think i think i would be much more forgiving of this whole shift if the commands were just the commands like because mm -hmm. like i like googled you know what are the olympus coliseum commands and there was no like elegant guide for this guide. <laughs> there was i can imagine <laughs> a game FA. yeah there was a game faqs post okay of some very diligent user who documented it all but like it was arranged so that it was like all the normal commands and then every instance of the olympus command they translate to instead of just here's the olympus command and then here are the commands that ladder up to that so it wasn't really basically like i probably only saw half or less of the olympus commands because i didn't want to go into my menu and finick around with all these other commands with no like guarantee that you know they were going to actually turn into something new so i kind of just mm. found what worked which again is mostly just the spear uh, and then just <laughs> stuck with that. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I imagine there's not a super in-depth guide because it is. Well, we we said before there's five there's five layers or floors to the normal gameplay. So what we're gonna go through right now. Uh, but as you get towards the end, it, when you revisit, you can go to layers six through fifteen. As I believe, what opens up. So yes. yeah, there's a lot more. But uh, two... yeah, it's kind of like going back for uh, the tournament, ex ex so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they they kept that in. Uh, but yeah, to a yeah. same 
same outcome, difference, I guess, methodology. Yeah, I, ju I just kept whatever commands I had, because right now my grind... Now, in the next world, I'm starting to care about what I use, but right now it's just, oh, what command is not... What command needs CP? Throw that in there. Cool. I'll I'll live. Pretty much. So yeah, yeah. I didn't mess with this one too much, and this is this is this is also one of the like like you'd mentioned the the tutorial box for hey your commands are different even says like um you know things don't work normally here so feel free to experiment and it it, it literally mentions yeah. you're gonna go through trial and error so. It's obviously meant to be yeah. not to like you know make you scratch your brain a million times. It's just like get in there, figure out what you like, or just do what gets you by. You'll be fine. Um, but yeah, the the one I shouldn't say the one, but uh, the reason this I do really love this mechanic and I do really like a majority of this world, but it gets a few ticks back for me because your enemy, I guess, like your your normal input is kind of reduced so you don't get as many command points throughout the course of olympus because you're not beating up as many enemies right. and unfortunately because we went right into right. the the keyhole uh we just got lady luck but you're not gonna be able to try out lady luck's new exactly. new mechanics unfortunately yet because we're now in the the gameplay of this is the keyhole this is the world so you don't get the clock tree or anything special, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because you're still leveling up the Keyblade, so you get a little notice. Like, look, new clock ability unlocked. It's like, great, I'd, I'd love to use that clock <laughs> ability yeah. someday. Yeah. So it's like um, the same issue as, um, um, I think it was in Twi or Traverse Town I was talking about, um... Yeah, like the the keyhole segment there, and I, I I guess this is just you know a trend with keyholes is yeah all your normal commands are just kind of thrown out, so it doesn't really matter what sort of strategy you came in with you you, you play by the game's rules now yeah so doing that for a whole world feels questionable yeah <laughs> like a little bit I feel like you could have done it where it was a bit of it was a mix of both yeah um. But, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is. I did go into the next exactly. world with Lady Luck, I think at level four? So, like, it wasn't, yeah. it at least wasn't, and I, uh, for reference, for Olympus, I fought everything I could. Like, you'll, we'll get into the mechanics, but, like, I cleared every room, I fought every enemy, and luckily my Keyblade yeah. wasn't maxed out. So, I still had reason to use Lady Luck going into the next world, because I hadn't fully maxed it out. But you know, it does take away it does take away a bit of the ooh new shiny or ooh you know new thing I want to use away from you a little yeah. bit. I, I guess technically this is you know this is the point where the game's like you can go back and revisit other worlds there, Sonny. But right, yeah. Uh, insert smart comment here. <laughs> um, yeah, I I know what you mean, especially because you're getting a new Keyblade this world too. Yeah, so it's like well so much for that um but yeah i guess it's just a matter of preference definitely um mm. speaking of lady luck i noticed in the overworld mm -hmm. um when i was whacking the the sturdy prize boxes 
to do like a full combo. Sometimes Sora would pull out a like Zantetsuskin looking finisher. And Ooh. I'm not sure if that's like a Keyblade specific thing or if he's always been doing that and I just didn't notice or if I somehow equipped a chip that lets me do that or none of the above but <laughs> it was very confusing and I didn't I couldn't see if it like has any effect on enemies because I'm just hitting blocks yeah but hmm yeah it might be I know at this point at this point in the gameplay we have access to of course more of the stat matrix so I think I went into Olympus Coliseum with like I think I mentioned it in the last episode but like high jump air slide and I think combo plus. So my first thought is like, is that affecting the combo execution or is it just a Keyblade thing? And I honestly don't know. Hmm. It'll be an interesting tidbit yeah, to go back either. and take a look at. Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see it actually in action in the, in the next world. Yeah. Um, but yeah cool if it is a thing uh but for now yeah turn-based combat so yeah you got your compiling of the commands um which yeah like basically any of the aoe commands which again mostly is just a spear but uh faith charge slash faith blade had a little bit of splash damage um there's okay. the like sonic it's blade Esque move. Does do those ones hit everything on the field, or like a certain like portion of the field? So thun the thunder Zeus's spear definitely does. I think faith charge, whatever that attack is, is like kind of like a smaller pool. Um, gotcha. Which is to say, it might not hit every enemy, and then the the sonic type attack. Type attack is just that straight line. Yes. So Zeus's Spear is the most efficient, um, especially because its base level can take out, you know, lower level enemies. Got, um, gotcha. And then level two will take out pretty much everyone. Yeah, okay. That's... <laughs> so... Hmm, that'll be good to know, yeah. Because, like I said, I, I, must, I, didn't look, I didn't change up my commands very often. Besides, the game recommends you put, po like, potion, like, put in, like, some of your item commands in because uh yes. you you get your commands back but it's not an overtime thing it's purely by doing fights and also smashing normal blocks in the field to get the little uh, points so you do want yes it's very similar to why you want to keep items in your command deck for the same reason during normal gameplay it's not gonna ever have a cooldown mm. it's just limited to a quantity so, yeah, I yeah. I had Heat Dash. So I was able to do the Sonic, um, I think Sonic Line is the literal line attack. <laughs> but other than that, mm -hmm. I think the other ones did the Sonic Strike or Sonic whatever it is, where it's just, it picks an enemy and just goes ahead and hits it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because you don't target enemies, so it's just random. Yeah, it's... Like, it's all it's all very simplified. <laughs> definitely it's definitely trying to like push you along so and i guess part of the gameplay we we didn't mention besides the fact it's like you know it's like 
Paper Mario slash Mario and the Legend of the Seven Stars with like the action command. So you want to hit A as you're connecting because it'll. I think it has a better chance yes. to do a crit and also just like in the like normally you can do a three at combo if you time your attacks correctly. Yes. And then same thing for for blocking. There's a little Y that'll pop up at the perfect time to garden attack, so you can hopefully uh, block it, so you take reduced damage. Or sometimes, depending on, I think each move is like has like an accuracy, so like any RPG, um, potentially miss if you also get lucky enough as well. Um, but yeah, like Kevin said, the game does auto targeting, so there's almost it, yeah, almost like a grid essentially. Uh, your normal attacks will always target whatever's in the first row. It might it might be like descending order, like whatever's at the top of the screen, and then the middle, and then the bottom, and then it just kind of goes column by column by column. And yeah, enemies enemies mostly attack in that same fashion too. Like only the guys in the front will do melees. Aside from the little mage guys, they always hang out in the back. And they'll always use a spell to screw yep. you from a distance. But uh, you can kind of control the flow of combat a little bit, or at least you kind of know what to expect as you play through. So, like, uh, if, you know, if there's, like, three shadows lined up, I take away two of them. I know that the last shadow is the only thing that's going to be attacking me. I'm not going to trigger the row behind it or the column behind it to then kind of come up and then start also hitting me. So there's a, there's a little bit of complexity that comes with... Uh, playing along with that as well just a little bit yeah uh yeah i mean i i'm always a big fan i mean i don't play too many turn-based rpgs but when i do <laughs> uh yeah i i'm always a fan of action commands but i don't know the timing on these is like just so weird where like i never really felt like I 100% clicked with it. I started, like, going off, like, the sound cues of when the characters would, like, do their little hi-ya, which seemed to help, but, like, the music and the level, like, the, the battle music mm -hmm. was so loud that it was kind of hard to hone in on that. So <laughs> I was kind of... Yeah, I, I think in a, in a similar degree, <laughs> I had to adapt to this because I... My initial thought was just maybe I'm too used to Sora's normal three combo, and the timing is obviously right. not the same. So you kind of have to. It's a lot of, I guess, patience is the first word that comes to yeah. mind. Like uh, uh, the first two or three layers, I couldn't block to save my life because I was so preemptively blocking and then preemptively hit, yep. hitting A, thinking I knew the timing like the back of my hand. When in actuality, it was yes. probably the exact opposite. So. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a very, yep. like, wait for the button prompt so you know what the timing is, and then slowly after that, you'll kind of get used to it. But, but yeah, it, it kind of throws you for a loop at first, so you have to really kind of respect the game a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and, like, for, um, some of the higher level fights, it definitely feels like they lean on the action command, so being able to pull off those strings is kind of essential to the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Which feels a little... Yeah, again, questionable. Like, without a reliable source of healing, like, if you could, you know, pop those, those cures more often, I'd be like, okay. Because, like, literally, like, 
eh, we'll get 20 when we get to the boss. But Yeah, the boss is the big... You're not doing enough damage to outlive the boss. Um, Correct, yeah. So, eh. That's where the challenge comes in, rather than, you know, actual strategy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, I looked into... I was curious about the bosses after I had done them. And every guide I looked at said, don't use attack commands. Just use your normal, just use your normal combo because attack commands do maybe like less. I'm not sure if it's yes, less damage overall or less damage way. to the bosses in this world specifically. But yeah, it, yep. everything said just, hey, just don't like use your attack. Not say don't encourage you not to use them, but your reliable should just be your normal a com- like normal hit combo. So master that yeah. and you'll be fine but yeah that was kind of a oh, moment for for hot sick as well yes um yeah and then one other wrinkle which again is like okay cool <laughs> is if you do pull off the strings i think you have to have at least one action come in um succeed uh, your character has a chance to do what's essentially like a limit. <laughs> yeah. Where they just kind of <laughs> pop off a special attack, which usually, you know, is enough to kind of take out the rest of the crowd, which is nice. But again, it's like totally random. So yeah. there's not really any way you can like plan around it. Ex- exactly. <laughs> it's, I think it's just, yeah. Like it's not even like, oh, if you're low on health, you're more likely to do this. Mm-hmm. It just happens when it happens yeah i went back to the so you can reread any of these pop-ups in the tutorial so if you ever forget a mechanic which is we're changing mechanics a lot go to the tutorial on the main menu and you'll be able to find oh the the this world reminds you of that like every floor they're like <laughs> check the tutorials if you need it's all in there okay just a reminder children you can read <laughs> uh, but, but yeah i i went back and i looked and it just mentions in the normal like here's how combat works tutorial it mentions every so often you might do a special attack but it's completely random it's an invisible number or indicator of some sort uh but yeah if you just time yep. your normal combo right it'll trigger it at some point so for sora he'll just uh, boiling point will just kind of He'll just pop off, literally. (laughs) He'll just start... Yeah, he does, like, a super extended combo. Um, Herc will do a line attack and Cloud. I will... It'll it'll be Omni Slash, which is just... uh, I think it just hones in on whatever opponent. Uh, But it's only going to matter, like, in the last 20, 30 minutes of the world. But, yeah, random weird limits that happen sometimes. (laughs) It's fun when they do happen, but... Yeah, like... (laughs) I'm not sure if it's, like, screen size. Like, is it so hard to put in, like, a little limit bar like this was Final Fantasy? Or, you know, what kind of said, let's just yeah. make this a weird random chance? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the other, the only other gimmick for combat, anyways, uh, is the license yes system (laughs) which is probably like my biggest head scratcher (laughs) um because once again it explains itself very poorly so it makes this whole song and dance of you can only carry eight types of licenses at any given time which 
I mainly read as, oh, okay, you're going to have to, like, strategize and choose which licenses you want in your loadout. But uh, as far as I'm aware, like, at no point did I, like, get a message like, you have too many licenses, get rid of some, and then come back. Yeah, I saw, I had to go back and look at the tutorial prompt, but it mentions you can only have six of a kind, so I thought that meant six different types of licenses but i think it means you can only hold six of one so and i guess for, for, right, for that's reference, how i read it yeah for later. for folks who aren't playing along there's some generic ones so there's like strength up defense up auto life region um, there's some outside of combat like scout makes it so you can't be back attacked by enemies there's one that breaks all the blocks in the area you're standing things like that but yeah they they were very confusing at first they, they get introduced like in the second layer but they're they're kind of just thrown at you immediately like oh like again a lot of this world is here's a text box read all the text have fun you know reading a textbook kid but yeah the licenses just kind of get thrown at you and <laughs> they're interesting they're very helpful they don't take up like your turn like your whole turn so like in the boss fight like at the start i was like cool Pop this one, pop this one, pop this yeah, one. Yeah, they're kind of busted. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. <laughs> but the the introduction and just, like, the utilization, I think I could have... I, I would have done a little differently. Like, they're essentially, like, extra items or parameters. But right. they're just the, like, the branding of licenses, I think, isn't super intuitive. But yeah, again, we, we like them. Yeah. They're cool. They're good. But yeah, the introduction and just like the scheme of it all just kind of does make you wonder a little bit about, and I don't know, my thought also goes to, is it a weird localization thing? I assume not so, but yeah, uh, Hmm. it's a little, it's a little kind of (laughs) odd. We love them, they're good, but yeah, it's, uh, they are, they are thrust upon ye, and then, you know, with with little with, with a lot of explanation but a little but little understanding is the best way i think i could phrase it <laughs> yeah definitely um cuz it's kind of like an all or nothing type of scenario where 90% of the world like you're not going to need these really because like for example like yeah. i'll slap on a defense up but then, yeah, do that AOE attack, which takes out everyone immediately. And then it's like, cool, I wasn't even hit. <laughs> so on to the next one, I guess. So then you get into this habit of yeah. not wanting to use them and kind of saving them. Um, but then it's like, well, I'm not using them. Like, I'm not doing the thing the game wants me to do. So maybe I should be using them. Um, and then... So I found the the really useful ones slash the rarest ones probably because of that are auto block and auto life maybe region but eh. um so i kind of was like popping those but then you get to a point in the game where you actually do have a hard fight and you're like oh shoot i really wish i had more of those really awesome licenses so it's like the game doesn't really signpost like it doesn't like pace them out like in a smooth way where yeah, it's either I don't want to use them at all, or I'm, like, slapping on six at a time and then just kind of blitzing through everything. Yeah. It... And it's it's weird to me that, yeah, you can... There's, there's no limit, as far as I'm aware. The only real 
restriction you have is you can't use the field licenses in battle and vice versa. But on that, you could just pop as many as you want in one go, and then you still get that extra turn. So it's like, why are these so unbalanced? <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... Again, I assume that there wasn't like too. There was enough thought to make the gameplay fun, but not enough where we're having these head scratching moments. But yeah, this is a kind of a we definitely a weird instance. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, like are, I'm. Are they stat? Because so you get licenses from uh, get rid of blocks, but I'm not, now my thought is are are they static? Are they random? Like obviously, like same thing like. Auto life yeah, and auto block don't pop up super often. I think I got two, maybe three of each before the end of the world. Yeah, but yeah, is it is it a random? Is it yeah. the questions, the limited answers? Yeah. I'm curious if they might change slash evolve at all and the rest of the layers Mm -hmm. after the world like maybe you get some new ones or maybe they yeah start to put on some restrictions but yeah for like the main quest it's kind of like eh and then especially the field ones like i guess scout is useful but like you can pretty easily avoid the back attacks like it's not like like it'd be useful if it was like you know a swarm of enemies so like you're you know, much more vulnerable, but there's only ever like two, maybe three at a time, but even then they're spread out pretty wide. So like, yeah, really the only time you're going to get back attacked is if you kind of just jump in to a room and the camera's just like at a weird angle and like, you don't see someone behind you, but other than that pretty easy to avoid. Yeah. Uh, and it lasts. And then the, the, entire... the box break one. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I couldn't get a sense for how long it lasts. I thought it was just for this room, and then as soon as you leave, it's gone. But I think it, it kind of just stays on you for a I while. I guess I didn't so. I didn't check. I kind of... It was there for a while. I assumed it was the whole layer, but in reactuality, I didn't pay too the much four? attention. So, mm, hmm. I mean, might as well be, right? Yeah, I'm not... Yeah. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, Scout, yeah. I also... Not Scout. Blah. Break. God forgive. <laughs> yeah, it's just play the game for me. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like I thought I was gonna be like I don't know, like if you like messed up and like uh like you needed to take the blocks out in a certain order to get to you know, the stragglers, and then take them out. But if you, like, destroy one too early, and then there's one out of reach, then you can use Box Break as kind of like a, um, you know, little undo to still get the room clear. But no, it's just, eh, if you're too lazy to take out all these blocks, just, yeah, let's use Box Break, it's fine. Yeah, I guess that, that okay. yeah, because, um, so... Like like blocks in normal areas, sometimes the blocks are also stepping stones. So sometimes you do want to take them out. Sometimes you don't want to take them out. Actually, um, I would use block not block break in areas, which leads into the next mechanic. Actually, um, which we transitioned into. But yeah, there's um, there is a bug level in each little area. So each yes, each like little room 
inside of a layer is its own area with its own little bug level. So that bug level takes to account the blocks in the area as well as the heartless. And there's little tick, there's little ticks. So usually, most of the time, uh, for at least the, the story, so layers one through five, there's going to be one tick, and whenever you're up, that gauge is above that tick, your enemies are going to be doing double damage. So be very careful, because sometimes if you get a bad encounter and you're at a low enough health life, you're there might be some bad times in coming. Um, but usually when I was low on life, or it's just a room with so many box, uh, box blocks, bleh, I would just throw the break up just to get it out of the way or make life easier, essentially. So, yeah, I think it's kind of up to the player. But, yeah, there's this bug level, which is, I, I think is kind of interesting. So, obviously, enemies do more damage. But once you get below the tick and the room is kind of quote-unquote normal-ish, before you eventually break all the blocks... A lowering the bug level also makes the unbreakable blocks breakable. So there'll be certain rooms where it'll maybe force you into a certain pathway or a pattern because it has the silver um, perma blocks. But once you get to a certain block level or when you get, you know, below the normal bug level, those become breakable. So it is an interesting little gameplay element thrown into there. Um, it isn't explored too much in the first five, so I'm curious if the extra layers kind of get deeper with it. Um, but yeah, it's mostly kind of forcing you into, I guess, certain loops, essentially, or certain, like, restrictions, because, again, it gives you unbreakable blocks that you have to navigate through or navigate around um, to get to the enemies and then lower yeah, the bug it's... level so you can go back and take care of those or use those as stepping stones but yeah i i kind of liked it there weren't too many times where a bug level was like super high and i was like oh, i'm clearly screwed this is not gonna go my way so it's it's, right. it's not that's, super that's unfair. what i was worried about yeah and and yeah yeah and luckily in combat beating enemies does net you prizes so you'll get money you'll get hp mid combat luckily too so thank god for that <laughs> yeah yeah, it it definitely taps into um, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, uh, getting all the crates per level and scratching that itch. Of, oof, got them all. Because <laughs> um, yeah, when you when you take out every crate in a room, that you know eliminates the bug level, which is good. But then when you do that for every room on a layer, you get extra bonus points for the arbitrary scoring system. <laughs> yes. Which, yeah, I never really understood what that was doing. That seems to be a trend in this game. But, yeah, you get a <laughs> score at the end of each floor, and then... Yeah, I don't know. Is that just for bragging rights? Can you redeem those points <laughs> oh, yeah. somewhere? Oh, that, yeah, that'll really be... Understand. Yeah, yes, so... You, it's the it's the it's the boss slash score attack score. So instead of just the trick master or just the guard armor, uh, and they getting rewards based on that score, it is the entire floor of the game, or the the entirety of the world. So yeah, because you technically like... don't have to like clear every single area to get to the next layer. You just find yeah. there's a warp point hiding under a block somewhere. You find it, you can peace out. Um, but the more blocks you break, the more points you get. So 
it is a super duper extended time attack. So I think you get whatever score you had when you exited the floor. And there's, uh, I forget the other bonus, honestly. It might be a clear bonus. It might be like a percentage of, you know, you beat up, you know, you did 90% of the blocks. You get this number for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they work towards your, here's your rewards for doing the boss uh, score at the end of the world. Huh. Well, once again, I only got one star, and I cleared every layer, so I feel a little, little, little cheated here. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, hmm, let me double check. Oh, so, because, yes, this is one of the questions we had last time, and it didn't go back to clarify, actually. So, your end of world ranking, star is the best you can get. Star is actually the best one you can get. Oh. So it is star, think of star as S. That's actually a really good uh, correlation. But yeah, so there is B, which is the lowest, A, which is the middle, and then star slash S, which is you did the best you diddly darn could. Oh boy. So. How incredibly unclear. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah. So. I am a good noodle. There you go. (laughs) All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, Yeah. Take out as many enemies as you please and then move on to the next layer. When you do, you get a little save room break where, obviously, you can save. And then there's a little Moogle shop uh, where you can do Moogle things and then move to the next layer. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, If you want some more commands, get some. Otherwise, there's not much point to this room. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a break, but... Honestly, I haven't found myself using money way too much this game. I think it's... Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so I, I did use some... Funny enough, um, not to spite Olympus Coliseum, but I spent some money when we first got to Wonderland. I spent a good amount of money when I first got into Agrabah the Next World because of just the, the commands that unlocked or commands I didn't have. So I was like, oh, I'll grab like two of these, one of that, three of those, da 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 so maybe I'm not sure if just the Olympus shop was lacking, and I'm I'm sure it'll come up more in those extra six plus layers. But yeah, I mainly use the save room to save and then move right along. Because again, we, I was saying earlier, you're not getting as much CP as you would in a normal world. So there's no there's no real reason to swap out your commands unless you're trying to do the trial and error and figure out what's the best compile or what's the best one for me. Right. So, but you could do that anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Which brings me to my point. Yeah, I think it would have been cool and useful if, yeah, the Moogle acted as a little command shop, but for the Olympus commands, where you can either you know buy them or just kind of swap them oh. out so that, or like it's like a conversion where it tells you what your commands are. Basically, just some way to like actually sh- like give you more of a say as far as what your loadout is. Yeah, kind of almost um, like a system sector. Like like you're getting like system points in the system sector, and you redeem them when you leave. Exactly. But like yeah, like a, like this yep. like this secondary currency where like it's only useful in in between, and you have to gauge like yep. how much do I want to use, and is there going to be some super cool Absolutely. in the next one, or do I spend it all now because I want these these few things and i because maybe you know channeling kind of like roguelikes maybe you only get the commands for that layer and then they disappear and then you have to get new ones and then maybe it's i I don't know 
maybe not go full like randomized, but like something to like mm-hmm. encourage you to experiment yeah. more. And because again, I don't even we should look up the list of Olympus commands, but I don't think I even saw them all. Um, which is kind of you know a shame. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. For now, it's just kind of a little bit of a filler room. But like the Moogle, every time like. Maybe it's just a dirty sales tactic, but he's like, there's some really tough enemies ahead for the love of God, don't go unprepared. So, <laughs> I think I'll be fine. Because, yeah, he's got the same weird little saying, like, I, I don't even remember, but it's like, you will you'll you can find a sale anywhere else, but, like, not here. Like, he makes some weird riff every time, and I'm like, all right, little oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, calm down there. Um, but, yeah. That is pretty much it gameplay-wise. Um, yeah. So, story-wise, surprise, surprise, it's Olympus costume. So, Hades is a scheming. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> and Hercules is wandering through the labyrinth somewhere. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, we're trying to find him. Uh, when layer two, Hades is still Hadesing. Um, There's a lot of that. <laughs> what? If, I don't even. I don't even really know what his plan is, like at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick myself. He makes again the weird in-game puns. He oh he says uh when, he when makes he, a lot of them. He does. There's um. <sighs> It's something about uh, being like a pine cone in a pita, or something along yes, that that's line. That's exactly what it was. Okay, it was. Yeah, okay, which... I looked at that, and I forget, I think it's the moment where so descriptive. Yeah, yeah. He makes himself known to the heroes because the entire time, Herc and and eventually Sora are like, "This is probably the work of Hades." And then he comes up, and he's actually being a thorn in your side, and he he does make that exact wording reference, and holy. <laughs> Uh, well, it's funny because yeah. it says he even says like he is these weird asides as you as he has like this you know evil villain oversight into everything and he's like oh uh, or uh, Herc or I guess Sora assumes that Hades is the cause of the bugs and the glitches so when you find Herc yep he says the same thing and he's like cool Hades is always doing dumb stuff so that's probably right and then later you find out he's yep. not even honestly the source of all the bugs. Yeah, it's weird. They're basically trying to do um, the, like, red herring again, like they did in Days, of like, oh, the super special trainee, who could it be? <laughs> yes! So I was expecting, like, an actual reveal, because, you know, there's only so many worlds, so I thought, oh, maybe they're going to do something cool with the plot. Like, ah, it was actually me all along! Uh, but that that that's not what happens. No, what does happen doesn't really make any sense at all. Just being gaslit the entire time. <laughs> that's the thought I had when Hades starts scheming. I'm like, is the final boss of this world who I believe it is, or is it going to be some weird last minute twist out? And you know, it's yeah, it, it is who you think it will be at the end. Besides Hades himself, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. It, um. But. Yeah, he. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it, but for now, 
Uh, Hercules, we found him. Yay! Slash, we run into some obstacles first. <laughs> There's some walls blocking the path. Oh, no. Yeah. So then you got to kind of do a little backtrack, and then he's here, and he solves his problem with his fists. Yay. That sounds, like, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, yeah. Is there any time these weird little brick walls show up? I'll be, again, curious if they show up in layers above six. But yeah, it just kind of forces you to go to like the first two rooms and be like, well, I can't go anywhere. I guess I'll go back. And then Hercules hoo-yahs! through a wall. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But it only appears this one little instance. So, mm-hmm. Right. I thought it was going to turn into like a field command a la Beast. Where yeah. then you can crash through all the walls. Which, yeah, it doesn't, it's basically, in effect, the same thing. Like, now you can get through the walls. But, I don't know. Just having a little bit more interactivity is never, never is gonna miss. Yeah, so. <laughs> but what we do have is a, a new party member. Yay! Woo! So that's, that's kind of cool. So this is, yeah, the first time Hercules has actually fought alongside us. Well, that is... I mean, he did in Kingdom Hearts 2, but like... He's, like, one of those weird temporary party members that, like, you don't really do anything with here. Yeah. I mean, you don't really do anything with him here either, but you have some control. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess to to specify everything. He has a health bar. (laughs) He does. uh, And you can select for, like, single target stuff. So, like, a potion or a, uh, like, regen license, stuff like that. You can pick between Sor and Herc. Surprise, surprise, he's got more health than Sora. He's obviously the tank. But, yeah, he it's mostly do everything you do with Sora, and then after that, your party members will act. So, for most of the time, you'll do you'll do your Sora bit, and then Herc will follow up with his normal combo, which is just, like, again, like Sora's normal hit How's combo. How's this for you? Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, his, uh... I, I do appreciate that everyone's limits are different, so Herc's special attack slash limit is... Zero to hero. Yeah. Well, he'll do a line attack. So again, completely yeah. random, but also appreciated. We love a good AOE. So yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. You get a new party member, and the game again tutorializes it and it makes this whole big statement about like, but don't let Sora die. Whatever you do, <laughs> so like, okay, cool. Um, but. Yeah, essentially, it's just you get the one extra hit, which is nice. And again, this is where I draw the Paper Mario comparison. Mm-hmm. Except even less, because all they do, and it's... You just... You hit attack once, and that's just attack for everyone. So there's no, like, individual selecting what Hercules does, because all he does Correct. is attack. So if you're attacking with Sora... You're attacking with Hercules. And even if you do something else with Sora, like if you do a comp like a compilation or just a heal, it then just defaults to attack with your other party members to the point where it almost catches you off guard, because then like without really prompting you, now they're attacking and you have to do the action command and it's like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you you gotta pay attention. As soon as Sora's done whatever <laughs> he's done doing, Herc will pick up right after. So if you you know, yes. look away or like, oh, I used, um, I did a command instead, so I'm not used to this timing. And then Herc's like, I'm coming at you. So, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. You really have to stay on your toes because it's like, oh, gosh, well, I, I biffed that command. I'll get him next time. But, oh, yeah, now it's Hercules' turn. But, oh, his timing is also weird. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Which is to say, you know, it keeps you engaged, I guess. But, like, yeah, again, it, it, it would have been more Final Fantasy-esque if, yeah, you got to use, you know, select Hercules' actions as well. And if he had a few moves to use at his disposal, and again, if they kind of went the route of, like, buying your moves... Then he could have a different move pool, and you could kind of like customize him. Just, just, just a smidge, a little smidgy smidge. Even if he just had like one special attack, like if you had like a couple options, but he could only have one at a time, that would be something. Yeah. But yes, yes. <laughs> like it's not really. You're not really building a party. You just get the extra hit, which maybe that's all it needs to be. But again, it just kind of feels like a little little half-baked. Yeah, um, to some degree, definitely. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, now that we've got him in tow, we can continue on to uh, layer number three. But not before we get another cut to Hades, who's planning to send his lackey in to, I guess, kill Hercules, because that's all he ever wants to do. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just Cloud again. They're just redoing the Kingdom Hearts 1 plot. It's Cloud! Again. But yeah. Yeah. Oi. Uh, so he's, uh, he's luring Cloud in under the pretense of... Uh, getting to the next world, he says the road will open if he defeats Hercules, and then they'll find out what it means to be a true hero. Ah! <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure what Cloud wants to be doing as far as going to a new world. Um, slash, are the data zens even aware that? There are other worlds? Question mark. Because it's not even other worlds in the sense of, you know, the real world where everyone knows. Well, not everyone. But there are worlds out there that you can go to through various means. Here, it's like they're like very distinctly sequestered from each other, like almost to the point of like different programs, right? Like there is no overlap unless you're like hacking the system. Definitely. So yeah. it's weird to me this idea of you could travel to the other world. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm trying to make sense of it. But I think it's a literally just you know, here's a very short, not very deep version of Cloud's got growth. It's gonna happen. It's he needs to want yeah. something for Hades to pull head to pull out the strings that'll get him to do what uh, get Cloud to do what Hades wants him to do. So, bleh. but yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it, it works because we're gonna have a little fighty fight with him. Wahoo! Yeah. So 
Pretty. This is one of the few fights that might actually give you some trouble if you're not paying half attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, really just, he's got his Omnislash, which is a big multi-hit, which, I don't know, you kind of panic as far as trying to block. So if you want, throw on an auto block and you should be good. Um, yeah. But other than that, I don't know. He's just got a lot of health. So you just gotta kind of wear him down. Yeah, but... that, that's about it. <laughs> the yeah, Omni Slash kind of took me off my feet towards the end, but other than that, he was pretty straightforward. I think I might have popped Strength and Defense like turn one, two, or three to make it pretty easy. Yeah, but other than that, there's nothing else that really stands out too much. Yeah, like the problem with this. this system is like yeah basically every fight you're gonna approach the exact same way because it all amounts to the same because yeah you're not selecting targets you're not like choosing specific attacks it's really just do you want to use a compilation or do you want to just use your regular attack which usually you'll just be doing that because you already use a compilation and now you got to recharge your commands mm -hmm. so yeah, like really the strategy is just save all your licenses for some of these harder fights and then just kind of go crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I, one minor ga gameplay thing we missed mm -hmm. was the like super black holes that appear that have harder enemies, which... Ah, oh, the menaces. I saw that one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I saw it twice maybe Dang. probably once too i don't know but yeah it's like why is this even worth mentioning yeah i got the tutorial of like watch out for menaces and then i was like okay cool and then i think i was screwing around the first area like whatever layer it's introduced in and then i saw i then i like from the distance i'm like what's that little oh and then you know i got stared in a black hole and it was an instance with like three rows of enemies and a large body was in there too so i was like oh my goodness but yep. it I, it, yes. ha it happened the one time so that that's about it i'm sure it'll be a thing in again the extra layers but for for the right. normal world it was it was pretty one and done so yeah like i was a little scared because yeah there's a lot of enemies and they'll just kind of dogpile you if you don't actually take them out but, yeah, it doesn't come up again. So you're just kind of like, oh. Alright. <laughs> I was scared of all that for nothing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, once we beat Cloud, um, Hades jumps in and says, ah, I was a real bad guy all along. <laughs> a little Gaius. Because I'm not. Because there's... There's an even bigger and batterer guy who's the real source of all the problems in the world. Here's the pine cone says, and the pita joke. But yeah, he, yeah. he jumps in. Cloud, so similar enough to like the past retreads of the, of like again, KH1 OC. He's like, this is my fight. Hayes is like, ha, I used you, or you think you're strong enough to be Hercules. Ha, you damn fool. And then just kind of pieces off into the sunset a little bit. But 
I think it's very funny that... But here's the part where Hayes is like, you know, I'm not even the source of the bugs, after Sora basically accuses him of <laughs> such. So then you're left... Like, essentially, yes, who is the big bad, but not Also, like, was that even in much. question? Really? <laughs> like, oh, these... Because the bugs are just the bugs, right? Like, they just kind of happen on their own. Like Basically, yeah. As far as in Wonderland, it's not like oh, the Queen of Hearts is the source of the bugs. It's like no, like it, she's it, also being impacted by this. Yeah, so. it's not like the bug. We have to find out who is causing the bugs. Like, is it somebody like a villain who is manipulating them on purpose? Right. Is there somebody who is like unintentionally been infected? We have to find out who that person is or where it is. It's just the answer will always be at the end of the keyhole, no matter what. So there's not really. Uh, a big air exactly. of mystery it's just who's gonna be at the end which what we've had three keyholes so far and they've been the original bosses of those kh1 world it's almost like we're replaying kh1 again so you can you can guess who's at the very yeah. end of olympus <laughs> yeah um yeah so he kind of shuffles off again and then cloud says uh, just leave me i'm no hero i fight on my own uh and yeah, you say, cool, nice knowing you, chump. <laughs> Give him a layer, he'll come back. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so layer four, our semi-final layer. Uh, Hades sort of teases us again about the real big bad core. Who could it and then, be? Oh, I, I wonder. We find Cloud, who then decides, okay, maybe, maybe this whole friendship thing, you know, has a certain point to it. <laughs> and then uh, Sora has this whole big statement about, like, it's okay if you don't, we don't want you to join us because... You think we want you to. We want you to join us because you want to, Cloud. It's your decision. If you don't want to come with us, that's okay. It's your road to take. But while you're taking it, maybe you'll see something that'll remind you to to, to steer to the right direction. He just goes off this whole after-school <laughs> special speech that he just pulls out of nowhere. And somehow that convinces, convinces Cloud. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. very funny because, like you said, it's, it's, it's like it's like oddly grandiose. Like it, it's essentially yeah, the, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's the <laughs> verbal version of uh, Cloud or Sora just grabbing Cloud and just slapping him across the face. Like it's that wake up moment he kind of needs because he's just kind of like, I shouldn't be around people. I'm a danger, and just like the just grabbing and shaking him, like just stop it. Just get out of the, get out of whatever funk you're in. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, and I, I forget what Cloud says or something like, "Hmm, maybe I am being a little, a little too harsh on myself." Or yeah, like that, he but. after Sora's like, "You're you keep like making excuses as to not want to just like be around." Yeah, he right. he starts to say something yeah. and then and then he cuts himself off and says, "Look at me, I'm going ahead and I'm making excuses again." I guess I'll team up yeah. with you guys. Yeah, and then uh, I, I think 
that's the scene where they like kind of get cut off because like Heartless appears or something, and then Hercules is like, "Sora, stop talking." <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to fight. Uh, so yeah, they they did the thing that I was hoping they'd do, and they gave us Cloud as a party member. So Woo-woo! yippee! How fun is that? We've got a three man team. Uh, with yeah, someone who's never been in our party before, so that's exciting. Yes, but again, he just kind of amounts to an extra hit. Which now that there's two, definitely adds up. Uh, and then, um, yeah, as you mentioned, his quote unquote limit is Omni Slash, which is pretty useful because it kind of just goes one enemy to the next. Uh, so you can take out a lot that way. Um, nice. But okay. I only got it he... in the boss fight, so I didn't get to... Screw, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll just go down the line. Okay. Uh, much. It, it's basically the same as Sora's boiling point, where okay. he'll then move on to the next target if you take one out. So, yeah. But he's kind of... He's kind of a... Um, what what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, uh, flimsy, chewy, sticky. What is it? When like <laughs> your defenses are low, <laughs> and like a fighting game. He's squishy. You know I mean. He's squishy. Squishy. That's <laughs> it. You laugh, but hey, you got there. The moment you said that, I know exactly what you were aiming for, but I can I can see the end of the pathway, but I I couldn't see the, the seventeen like right angles you took to get there. At first. Listen, it's like what Sora said: just just go on your path, and then maybe you'll see something that reminds you to to go on the right path. That's what I did. I I walked my path, and eventually I found my way. So. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, yeah, no, he he dies kind of easily. It really it was just in the boss fight where it came up, so maybe it was just the boss is tough. But it seems like Cloud is like the glass cannon of the group. I I think so. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't know because they don't show you your party member stats. Yes, it would have been nice to see like like numbers, like some sort of like numerical value associated with like each attack or command or hit that land. Yeah. So you kind of get like an idea. But yeah. Yep. It's got you kind of have to look just like yeah. You, got, you just gotta catch a vibe. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so yeah, it's funny because um, you can kind of um, you can you, you start off at the end of the the layer and you kind of I think it like connects to three different rooms. So you can do like the other rooms first before you run into Cloud. Yes, because um, I didn't write this down, but I was curious. <laughs> yeah, because like one of them, there's like, it's kind of like it's a there's two floors in the room, and you could like go and to the bottom floor, and just take out an enemy. But then when you go revisit it on the top floor then there's a cutscene where you see cloud on the bottom floor and then it's like we have to get to him quick and you can't just jump down you have to go all the way back to the room before that and then go to the bottom floor just want to say like you can kind of like muck around without cloud so if you do too much fighting there won't be 
much left for once he's actually joined your party. <laughs> yes. So that's interesting. Yeah. I feel like they should have, you know, just kind of made that a, a story moment, like right at the start of the lair. Where exactly. He joins your party. Or like, you know, design it a way where you have to interact with Cloud before you then branch off and finish off the rest of the floor. Because I had that question yeah. of, can I just go ahead... Like what, the, what they did with Hercules. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, can you just find the warp point without Cloud and peace out without fire? <laughs> Do you leave him alone to yeah. die in layer four, perhaps? But uh, I, I, I didn't look into it after the fact, because we recorded shortly after we, we finished Olympus Coliseum. But, but yeah, I was like, do I even have to go to that area? Because like you'd said, you... And I also... I'm not sure if I highly recommend it, but I had, again, high jump and air slide. So there wasn't much that was outside my range of movement. Yeah. So I went to exactly. like the top floor, got to that cloud room, and I was already on the top. So I didn't have... So I, I got that cutscene, and then I was like, oh, I haven't been downstairs. I guess I go downstairs. Dur, 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 dur. And then you go to the room, and Herc's like, Cloud's not here. He must have run off. He doesn't like us. He's antisocial. And then you turn around. He's at the other end of the hallway. And you go, oh, I guess I go to that room. Dur, 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 dur. So, yep. yeah, it's a, it's kind of a weird thing. It's not like a generic story beat. So I am so I am curious if you could just peace out without Cloud. And what... It, or do you need him to find the warp point, or will it not let you go ahead, essentially? Yeah, so. I would assume they'd probably do something like, wait, we still need to find Cloud. If you, like, try to interact with the warp point. Warp point. Um, but that, yeah, that's an interesting question. Uh, but yeah, we did find him, so hip hip hooray, we can move on to layer number five. Yeehaw! Which is the final layer for now. Uh, and yeah, it's, there's a short little hallway with the big imposing gate that opens when you walk up to it. And then there's some blocks you can take out to scoop up some prizes. And then you get to the end of the hall, which is just the Olympus, um, Coliseum proper, the arena, I should say. And then we yes. get our big reveal. Ah, it's... It's Cerberus? Question mark? He's the source of the glitches. Yeah, he was the bug. The bug. It's, it's, it's the just Cerberus. Master. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, yeah. So yeah. It's Cerberus. Sora makes some remark like, oh, but there's something different about him. Which I thought, oh. Is it like the dark side, how he was kind of like all buggy, but <laughs> no, not really, unless they did a very poor job of showing that? <laughs> I don't think there's any difference with his model. Like, even the dark, yeah. the weird dark side blocks thing, I think it's the best representation of, A, we're inside the datascape in a bug journal, and unfortunately, none of the other bosses follow the same pattern yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, it's so weird why they did that just the once and then yeah, yeah. it's Ugh. it's just hate it's not hades <laughs> shortly but yeah it, it's just cerberus there's nothing Sorry, different with I... the model like he's he's a ds version so again i'm curious going uh i'm curious going to the 2.5 cutscenes. will they elaborate further will they show some sort of glitchiness if the model is the same so again curious oh, yeah. but yeah the visualization's during the game are the exact same. 
So um, he might look slightly redder, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Don't quote me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's the boss fight. Obviously, there's a little bit of banter back and forth. There's a pretty cute little line where Cloud says something to the effect of Cerberus. Hmm, that name sounds familiar. Which is like, I don't know. I feel like the first time they really do something like that, where they like reference Final Fantasy outside of Kingdom Hearts. Like, yeah, it's it's one of the rare instances actually, because a lot of the things that the FF characters will say relate to things we see or have seen. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think of. It's one of the few times where it's something directly outside of even the games proper. Because yeah, the only thing I can think of is like one he makes Cloud makes some vague references, basically towards like you know find, finding his light, which could be Tifa, Aerith, or just his own personal growth over what original Seven was. Mm. And then there's a Sephiroth rest in, reference in one, which you know he's an optional boss. In one and two, technically, and two, you know, two he pops up in the story for three seconds. Um, but yeah, there are usually things that kind of pay off, or it's it's not even like a aha moment. It's just something blatantly that's we've seen that's a Kingdom Hearts thing that's been yeah. recorded instead of this whole like little little Easter egg trivia <laughs> yeah uh, section right here. Yeah, the only other moment I can think of that's kind of like this. Uh... This meta narrative is the Kingdom Hearts 2 credits when Leon opens the letter and the little little heart flies out, which honestly I still don't really know what that's <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> but that's like, it's just kind of like its own little enclosed little bit that's never really spoken of again. Um, but like, if you know, you know, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. We, we we love to see it. It's always fun when they do things like that. Um, but yeah, it's time for a fight, which again is kind of just like the other fights. Uh, Cerberus is a big chunky boy. He's got a couple attacks up its sleeve. A, Triple chomp. A whole two. It's a multi-hit, which hum, yeah. Hum, hum. Yeah, try to block it as best as you can. Um, and then Fyraga Ball is just a big AoE move, which again, easier to block, I guess, because you only have to block the one time. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's kind of it. So again, if you saved your licenses, now's the time to pop them. Because yeah, auto block just not trivializes, because you do still take damage. Um, definitely yeah. we block is just reduced but then if that's paired with like a defense um, or like a region you'll be pretty safe um, but yeah mainly the strategy is just nailing those action commands because there's a big difference between one hit and then whiffing versus <laughs> yeah taking out the full combo yeah uh, the fight will go much much quicker that way so yeah, so, it does rely on you to yeah. do your normal combos or use your 
again, use your licenses in a smart kind of way. So definitely experiment. Figure out what the best way for you is. Uh, I feel like at the start, I just I just pop a for the boss fight. So these these this one, the cloud one, and the next one, I just pop a strength and pop a defense right at the start, and then kind of see how the next yeah. turns play out because the the buffs last five or six turns, I think. So they're there for, they're there for a while. Okay, nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just um, pop them and then I use the rest as seen fit, especially when it's a boss you may be doing for the first time. So yeah, Cerberus. The first like few turns was like, ah, okay, here's what he does. But then he's only got two moves, so you can very quickly figure out what's going on and figure out you know the best strategy of taking him down. Which I was just for my instance pure aggression. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he did surprise me, because after... It, maybe, like, his, he had done two attacks, and the second was definitely triple chomp. Uh, I noticed Cloud was just dead. <laughs> I was like, oh! Oh, okay. And then I didn't know how to bring him back, because oh. auto-life only works oh. before they die. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, this is really handicapped. Me. Oh, I gotta, I gotta try to. Well, when I go back to do the the extra layers, I gotta test that out because there is no revive move. There's just cure for for your commands, cure, and whatever potions you have will heal people. But yeah, yeah. cure will work, and I assume potion will. Um, but cure, like I had already used it, I think, or I'd used it in a previous fight, and so it was still, uh, still yeah, uh, reloading. Not... So I couldn't use it, and it takes so long to come back. So he was just gone for most of the fight. So I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. So he's laying on the. I kind of scrape by the skin of my teeth gotcha. on this fight. I did eventually get him back, but we were all like very low HP by the time. Got you. I beat okay. him. Which yeah. is unfortunate, because then Hades shows up. He says, ah, surprise! I was the one behind the bugs, actually. <laughs> I'm the main boss, so fight me now, chumps. So, yeah, it's a it's second phase right off the bat, and you don't get healed or nothing. Nothing restores. So, I lost pretty much instantly. Oh, no! I could survive one hit with Sora if mm -hmm. I blocked, but like, I like I still hadn't recharged my cure, so there was just nothing to be done, uh, and I had run out of my like auto blocks and auto lifes and stuff. Oh, so I died. And then I hit continue, and then I just changed my commands to just be like three cures <laughs> or t two curas, a cure and then um high potion got you and yeah just focused on being very deliberate with my healing the next cerberus match um okay so but yeah after that is pretty easy okay but yeah it, it yeah you, you have to go to back to cerberus. cerberus okay yeah yeah for me cerberus cerberus is the bigger threat so it's getting out of cerberus decently and you'll be you'll be all set for hades i feel like hades is an easier fight altogether but yeah if you are on your last Probably. legs and you're like i did it i did it mom and yeah. then hades is like oh what's up girl how you doing and you're like oh no oh no 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 
<laughs> yeah, even just knowing that I probably could have beat Hades if I just known to like heal at the end of Cerberus so I'd be in a good position. Because, yeah, he's really not too tough. I mean, he, he's got Firewall, which is kind of the same as Triple Chomp, where it'll hit one party member at a time. Except it seems like it's always a set order of going top-down from Hercules to Sword of Cloud. I think so. Um, I only saw this exact same pattern, too. Yeah. And then Pyraga Ball, where it's a projectile, and he shoots, like, four of them, which is kind of annoying. But they're pretty easy to block. Um, and then he could summon shadows. Which, maybe they're really weak, but I was able to one-shot all of them. So you can yeah, take them out pretty easily. They honestly make the fight a little easier. Because they give you a little bit of HP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... yeah, that's probably why they're there. Now that I think about it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. My, um... I was looking at guides afterwards, and I, I I did basically the recommended, which is I mean it's it comes down to timing. So if you if you get Sora's full combo off, you can bunk each shadow in in once in you know one three hit combo, and that oh. opens up Herc or oh. yeah, opens up Herc and Cloud to just go and just do big just focus on Hades essentially. So. That seems to be the go-to strat. But yeah, eliminating them if you want to use commands too is actually a pretty good way to make use of AoE commands because both bosses are single-target entities. So, yeah. 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 Um, did you ever use the charge license? Because like, I, oh. I feel like it's not really useful. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Is it... Does basically it... go ahead yeah yeah teach me basically it's like uh what's the pokemon move it, it, like bide where you don't do anything for a turn it, well not really because bide you have to get hit uh but you, you don't do anything for a turn to store up your energy and then the next turn you do three times damage okay so it is Which sounds good in theory okay uh, but, like, I, I don't know, like, you're basically just getting one extra turn of damage, because you would have done two times damage if you just attacked both turns. Yeah. So, like, maybe if you're really good at stringing the action commands, it would be useful, but because those are so finicky, I feel like, eh. <laughs> yeah, so it is... I guess it's up to you to make the most utilization. I think you could just... You can... It's a big payoff, but at the risk of... One, you lose a turn, so you don't get to act. But then, yeah, two, if you kind of biff the follow-up, it's a real feels-bad moment. So I feel like you have to use it... Exactly. It, it, it's kind of a little unintuitive, because this is a trial-and-error environment right now. So, yeah, right. it is a little bit of the inverse to be like... You can try what you can, see what works, and then like, oh yeah, there's this one thing that gives you a really big payoff, but you gotta really know your ish. So, get that together is a yeah. Yeah, you're probably so. better off just attacking as normal. Got you. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much all the fight. So you beat him, and then true recoded fashion it just immediately just shows you the score that's like we're all complete and you're like oh cool i guess 
<laughs> I was doing that. Um, and then we, yeah, then we get the Olympia Keyblade. Woohoo! Hey. Haven't used yet, but I'm sure it focuses on strength and big hits. So that's fun if you're into that sort of thing. Exactly. I'll be I'll be interested to try it out. I'm still in Lady. I'm still trying to max out Lady Luck and use Lady Luck for the time she did not get to shine during Olympus before I slap yes, Olympia on. Exactly. But yeah, uh, looking ahead, looking at the tree, Olympia is a little different than what we've seen so far. But like you said, it focuses on strength and like here's where the, the, when you were mentioning like the Keyblade modifying your combo. I think this one actually does, but I want to go back and try all the Keyblades and double check that. Okay. But I know the base, um, the best way why I approach the Keyblade when you get the new one is I always look at at least like the stage one clock ability, because that's basically active all the time. Like for, uh, right. Crap for, oh, for Lady Luck, it's heal block. So, you know, you block, you get HP back. That's always cool. For Olympia, I forget the name of it, but it modifies your combo, so it's a little slower. But I think you don't get inter- oh. you don't get interrupted, and or well, I think you don't get interrupted as one of the later ones. But yeah, you have a slower combo, but you get more strength in every swing, basically. So I think it does modify your combo. So it might be a Keyblade thing, and I will be excited to experiment with that and see where that goes. All right, cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, we get a little wrap-up scene where Cloud says, all right, but for real this time, uh, I'll never see you again. (laughs) Cool. Basically. And then uh, Hercules and Phil are reunited. Holy Hera! It's Herc! You made it! (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And he tells Sora what a piece of garbage he is. But, hey, thanks for coming, kid. And then... Hercules tries to convince Sora to move to Olympus. Come on, stick around. The weather's great this time of year. Sora says, no, no. I, I have real friends to attend to. Sorry. Hercules is like, oh, okay. Well, tell them I said hi. That's fine. I must be I on my way. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, we... Unlock layers 6 through 15, so we'll be curious to see what those look like later down the road. Yes! But for now, that's Olympus done and dusted. So, we return to the quote-unquote real world, except it's not, because everything's the data world now. <laughs> uh within an ominous screen that says data restored 10%, which is this the start of Kingdom Hearts 2 now all of a sudden? Yes. Why I, are we tracking our data? I had the exact same like it, like oh, yeah. back of my head alarm go off. It's a, It's got some like other stuff like data restoration yada 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 but it basically yeah. the 10% is the big thing and I was like oh crap it's just the beginning of 2 again uh, they don't talk about yeah. it but assuming this is uh, Data Riku slash the journal trying to repair the link to the outside world so they can the Disney crew can at least actually get out of here uh, so 
Yeah, that makes sense, because if it was just, like, the general, like, fixing the general, I'd, I'd say 10%. Well, we, we would do we're, a little more than 10%. We're much further along than a- that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure the end of Adderall will kind of elaborate on, give us more explanation, or hopefully a better idea of what the hell's happening. But yeah, for now, it's just yeah. mildly ominous, but yeah. Yeah, so we cut back to the gang... And Donald's sitting his, sitting with his little popcorn, and he's like, Hey, how come we can't get a video this time? <laughs> <laughs> which is referring to the little deleted scenes, which we didn't get one in Wonderland either, now that I think back to it. Yeah, so. they, Wonderland, I feel, sh- I feel uh, like, we got, <laughs> like we got short a little bit. Like, it gives us the exact same journal yeah. entry saying, It's a new entry. Um and yeah there's no vi- there there's like the animation whether whether you're doing either the cutscene version of the game where like the static like screen kind of like fades into the background like a video played but we don't actually see a video and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like so then data riku journal boy explains that Oh, they were memories deep inside me, coming to the surface. Oh. And then Jimmy explains that, well, yeah, none of us saw it, so that's why we weren't familiar. They weren't our memories in the first place. Which is like, okay, (laughs) you've explained what they are, which we kind of figure that out not really but it's nice to have it spelled out fully i guess yeah it doesn't explain why they've stopped (laughs) true true it's uh Uh, it feels to me like it was just like a weird excuse for like you know that's why you don't see anything it's it's because the lore it's not because we couldn't just think of anymore like oh no yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting. Okay, it's it is one of those hand wave moments that you probably don't want to think about too much because it will hurt if you think about it for too long. Right? Because even if we think about it in the grand scheme of things, Jiminy, I mean, something about hearts touching one another. But Jiminy also wasn't on Destiny Islands, so that doesn't explain mm-hmm. any of the Destiny Island stuff. Doesn't explain why we revisited. Yeah. Doesn't explain why. We see Potato Sack Ansem and Riku at the end. It, it yep. again, creates more questions than it does solve answers. Right, because the, the problem is, like, why have these in the first place? Because it's not like either of those two scenes were, like, plot significant. Like, okay, he saw Potato Sack. <laughs> we, we already know that he's in contact with him. I guess that establishes that, like, he was in contact with him much earlier in Kingdom Hearts 1 than we thought, but, like, eh? Yeah. And it... then, yeah. <laughs> and we have Pluto going into the Dark Corridor. They're, we're not solving mysteries. We're providing, like, right. a little, just, like, a little extra context. But like... Yeah, it's, it's exactly like the comparison you made with, like, Mickey losing his shirt. Like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's uh, fairly minimal. Cool. So. <laughs> Oh, lordy. Uh, but whatever. We'll see if that comes back in any significant way. Exactly. Uh, but we do have one final plot development in the form of Fat Boy Pete. <laughs> 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 uh, 
yeah, you thought you got rid of him. You thought he died in the world that never was. No, you were wrong. He's back, baby, and now he's he's main antagonist level. <laughs> he's in the Datascape. Datascape. See, see, I thought Pete was going to be the reveal of, uh, you know, the one who was really behind the bugs that Hades was talking about. Yeah. Because that would make a little more sense, because that's something Pete would do. Yeah, But totally. no, he's just kind of there, incidentally, and he's just like, ah, I'm going to muck about. And they're like, how'd you get here? He said, same way you did, which doesn't really answer any questions, because they were pulled in there by accident. <laughs> and then, yeah, he uh, just kind of runs off and mm. jumps through a big old data hole, which... I guess that's how Sora's been doing it, too. These little warp holes just appear, and then they just jump through without asking any questions. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I literally, I saw that scene, and I was like, okay, here's the, here's our world-jumping explanation. Hopefully it's enough for Kevin. Probably not, but it's just fairly straightforward, definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't know. It's fine, but... It, it suggests, again, it is very much Fairly Odd Parents channel chasers. Yes, where it is. They're running through the channels in a very specific sequence. It suggests that, yeah, the worlds are aligned in an order um, that, you know, was predetermined, which I guess they're kind of in chronological order. Yeah, um, yeah. Hmm. I guess they are in chronological, guess... only aside from Wonderland and not Olympus Coliseum, you can technically do in whatever order you choose. The recommended yes. is Wonderland, because the yeah. lower battle level. But you theoretically could do both of those, uh, yep. either first. And then, yeah, you have to do Agrabah after you do both of those entirely. And then the last world is, well, at the end of the that following segment. In KH1 terms. So, yeah. I guess those yeah, are only two that well, are kind of additive, potentially, loops. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I'm curious if there's any justification why they would then jump ahead, like, four worlds. <laughs> like, why suddenly the data hole decided, oh, 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 oh. Eh, we're, we're going to skip through these. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it, it's something. It's it is very akin to um, who the Pride Lands in Kingdom Hearts two, where they like beam down from the gummy ship. Mm-hmm. I think it happens in Agrabah as well. Um, and it's just like that's how they do it, and it's never remarked upon or explained, and it doesn't really happen again. It's just like oh, there's that one time where you see like how this process works and then yeah that should be enough for you that's a secret we're gonna hold on to for later yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah pizza for no good so we chase after him and then oh surprise surprise we end up in so that's exciting. It's everyone's most favorite world. In Kingdom Hearts, no one's ever been sick of this world. For sure <laughs> that it will offer so much fun. It's uh, 
Well, I guess... Now, what do I have a one-off? Well, I shouldn't say a one-off. It's a KH1 world, so it's here, KH1 and Calm doesn't show up outside of that. Um, Olympus? No, it's a bit more of a... Yeah, Olympus and Agrabah are more of, like... I guess, yeah, Wonderland's the only weird instance. The rest are kind of legacy worlds at this point, actually. So, hmm. Uh, Wonderland is in days, right? Yes. No, yes. No, yes, it is. Yes. It is it actually. Yes, yes, yes you're right. The stupid card centuries. Yes. Um, okay. So Wonderland's Wonderland's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say that. Yeah, that holds up actually. <laughs> um. So yeah, that'll be our next week's episode. Where yeah, sounds like some crazy stuff's gonna go down. So that's enticing. Yeah. But for now. I suppose I will give you the honors of uh, sharing a special announcement. Yay! <laughs> so I'll there. This announcement will have been come out already by the time this goes into the wild. We'll try to keep you as informed yeah. as we can. But if you are in the Boston slash New England area, we will be hosting our very own panel. At PAX East 2024, oh baby! Let's gosh. go! This, I truly cannot explain enough how this was just, eh, we'll try, but like, not expecting much. And then this week we got the okay of like, yep, your submission went through and you've been given a tentative panel time and a location and all all, all the bells and whistles and whole just yeah, holy been, shit. We've been <laughs> given a, a, a soapbox... Even more than usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this this could be a very very slippery slope on their part. But yeah, I guess you could think of it as Kingdom Hearts by Heart Live question mark? Essentially. <laughs> yeah, I still don't really know what's happening, but yeah, you could see us in person if yeah. Because, yeah, it's PAX East, which is, you know, a relatively big deal, I'm sure. Decent amount of people who listen have either heard of or have been to uh, this event. So, yeah, if you're coming this year, keep an eye out for those deets. And then, yeah, we'll probably do, like, a separate little mini episode just kind of going over it in more details. It's sharing on our socials and everything. Definitely. So, yeah. Stay tuned, but it should be a good time. Yes. Uh, so... I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine, sweetie. It's going to be okay. Uh, but yeah, for now, for those uninformed, uh, we'll include a bunch of stuff in the episode description if you want any extra links without having to research too much. But yes, uh, PAX East is going to be March, so a month, about a month after this recording. It is March 21st through 24th, so the second to last weekend in March. Um, but yeah, our panel is tentatively right now going to be on Sunday. Everything is still in the early phases. We can announce stuff. Uh, stuff may shift or move around as, of course, we get closer to the convention date. But uh, if you want to yes. come listen to us scream in person, because I, I mean, we've been doing this for three years. I mean, we, we have faces, obviously, but you hear our voices much more often, but you'll be able to... Un yeah. unfortunately see where uh <laughs> those voices originate from and yeah we'll have a panel 
Uh, it'll be a bit of us talking. One of our other hosts from our Blank Points episodes we've done in the past few years will be attending. And yeah, it'll be a mix of us talking and also opening the floor up for uh, comments and questions from the audience. So if you are if you are the Kingdom Hearts by Heart super fan and can easily access, you know, get get travel to the Boston area, uh, we would love to see you there. So yeah, I'll include like the ticket link and everything right now uh, as well. We're far enough away from the show as we're recording and when this episode goes up to where tickets should still be readily available. Uh, and so if you decide yeah. you can, uh, plan accordingly, um, I am, cause we're fairly local. I am so used to the, especially pre 2020 of uh, if you didn't get a ticket, like the, the day or the, the week that PAX tickets went up sale or went on sale, you would be like, you know, SOL, but they're still fairly readily yeah. available, which is, you know, it's still a culture shock for me. So, but luckily if our, our panel is still going to be on Sunday, Sunday is the day that sells out the very least or does not sell out uh, in past experiences. Nice. So hopefully uh, for those who just want to come on the Sunday and see us, hopefully those tickets should still be readily available. And we'll, we'll throw updates uh, at least like one or two more uh, before we approach the uh, Nexus points. That is uh, seeing us live. Yes, exactly. So, yes, thing, things are happening. We're, we're moving up in the world. But in the meantime, if you say, as I don't like human contact or seeing people in real life, that's fine too. <laughs> yes, it is. You can just keep on listening, baby. Or maybe you just like to do things virtually. You can keep reaching out to us through all of our various myriad communication technologies and email us at khphpodcast at gmail.com or reach us through any of our other socials with the handle at khphpodcast and yeah if if you're one of those aforementioned super fans you could even chuck us uh, a money or two uh, not necessary, but certainly appreciated. Uh, As always. Especially because there may be some slight expenses with this aforementioned panel. Um, yeah, we'll have to look into logistics of that a little bit, but shouldn't be anything too crazy. But again, if you if you like us enough to 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 hit that donate button, very much goes a long way as far as filling our hearts with joy especially if you're the type who would listen through the episode all the way to this very end oh you you've earned it yeah you're special exactly but for now that that does it i'm i'm kind of shocked we got two hours out of olympus coliseum but the least amount of story and probably the longest episode of the season thus far (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, never, never count us out, kiddos. We'll <laughs> always be there to surprise him when you least expect it. Exactly. But <laughs> this is the end of the road at last. So until next time, we say goodbye. And now I can finally definitively say <laughs> to the weird data hole and away. <laughs> 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 <laughs>